Hi, this is Cole. And this is Cardly. Welcome to our podcast, Streaks and Shivers. Today we'll be reviewing The Witch from 2015. After their family is forced to leave their village, Thomason and her family experience odd things on the property and woods surrounding their home, including her baby brother going missing. Thomason must make a choice to die or live deliciously as a witch. And let me tell you, this movie is full of comedy, humor, um, women empowerment. <laughs> I'm kidding. And scary billy goats. <laughs> yeah, scary. Oh, black sheep. You're really going to hate the name Black Phillip. Yes. Wow. How how unique. But then again, we grew up in a household where every animal was named girl dog or boy dog. So. so the witch, it takes place like in like early colonies. Like I don't even think like um, like because they were talking about they're fresh from England or like um the oldest daughter, Thomason, she remembers England. So they're not they haven't been in the new world for a long time. So um, they're no. living in their car. <laughs> This, this is definitely before the Revolutionary War. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the America is not tamed at all or, you know, colonized in a way. Mm-hmm. So, so our <laughs> characters are... I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you. It's okay. So our main character, of course, is Thomason. She's the eldest daughter. And then we have her younger brother, Caleb. She has two twin siblings who are younger than them named Mercy and Jonas. Her dad is William. Her mom is Catherine. And then the baby brother who went missing is Samuel. Yeah. And they're living in their, um, I guess, their settlement. And they get kicked out because they have a religious, um, not them, but their father, William, has a religious disagreement with the church. And I guess at that time, the church and the government were one and the same. It seems that way because they were like, you can either follow our rules or move to your own place. And it makes you really wonder, what was it they were doing? Because you first left England because you didn't like what the king was doing or their religion. And now you don't even like what your own group of religion is doing. So you're going to leave? Cole, I'm just going to say, not to defend England here. But maybe if you were getting kicked out of your country because your religion was, like, doing weird stuff, maybe there was a reason they got kicked out of England, okay? Maybe there's a reason they were being oppressed. Well, I don't want to make assumptions here, but I think they're supposed to be, like, Puritans. That's what I thought, too. Because didn't the Quakers come after the Puritans? Or maybe I'm getting my religions or my groups of religious people mixed up. Um, Quakers are definitely different from Puritans. I feel like Quakers are a little bit nicer and more passive. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they don't agree with their religion or they don't agree practice and William won't back down. He won't agree with the, the leaders. So they kick the whole family out. They kick them out of town. So now they have to go live in like the woods. So they leave the settlement and they find like an open plain, like an open land that isn't being like consumed by the woods. And they settle down there. And I don't know how long they're there, but they get like a house built. Um, uh, Catherine has a child. So I would just say within, if she wasn't pregnant by then, like nine months, a little bit over nine months. Yeah, I'd have to think it would take them a while, too. And they also were able to plant, like, a crop of corn, and it was around, it's 
time to be harvest, so. But things aren't going to stay calm and good or whatever. Like, they're being blessed right now, but then things start to go downhill really fast. Um, So, you know, we don't really see them building the house. It kind of just does a time skip and the house is there or at the cabin. And um, uh, Catherine tells uh, Thomason to go take Samuel, like, to go take care of him or play with him. So she takes him out into, like, away from the house and she's near the woods and she lays him down on the ground, which, I don't know, doesn't seem wise to me, but things were different back then. And she's playing peekaboo with Samuel and, like, on the third peekaboo, she looks down and guess what? Samuel's gone. And there's no blood, there's no clothing left, there was no sound to suggest that an animal snuck up and stole him, or that something snuck up and stole him away. He's just gone within, like, a few seconds of her putting her hands over her face and then removing them. And in this moment, the next scene that follows after makes this the worst movie to me I've ever seen. Because instead of this movie thinking maybe, like, um making you think there maybe there is a witch, maybe there's no witch, maybe it's just their religious minds being crazy. There actually is something in the woods, and sadly, it has consumed the baby. It is human. It's a woman, we know, and um, partaking of the baby's blood. Yes, she pretty much mashed the baby up and rubbed the baby mashed up all over her body. And in uh, the notes, uh, my notes, when I was looking up, like, trying to figure out what that scene was for, she uses it as a spell for her broom. Like, I believe it's, a, like, a levitation spell. Which, Which is- don't get me, I don't know why you need baby for that. I, maybe mash up some birds. Maybe that'll work better for you. Um, <laughs> or, or your creepy little hairs. Yeah. Like, but um, after that, the family is, of course, stricken with grief. They don't know what happens. They think a wolf has taken the baby. That's the that's what they like to say. A wolf took the baby. And Catherine is like, that was her baby. She was still nursing. So she's like in grief. She stays in bed all day, cries and prays. And, you know, the other that like life has to continue beyond for Catherine so um Thomason continues chores Caleb works with his father William and the corn is not doing good at all it's actually like doing really bad I don't know if it was just not producing enough or rotting it kind of looked like it was rotting um just to go back to baby Samuel disappearing oh did I skip there was also some suspicion maybe by the dad and Catherine Definitely by Catherine, but maybe also by the dad and the twins, um, that Thomason had something to do with the baby disappearing. I think the only one in the home who really believed she was truly innocent, aside from herself, was Caleb. Yeah, which, you know, really doesn't make, like, it. of course, I guess it does make sense, Catherine. I mean, Thomason was the last one with the baby, but, you know, like, I think she would tell her parents if she accidentally killed the baby. And I was also kind of a little bit callous in a way to this scene, just because, you know, in this time period, people tended to have babies. And if kids didn't make it to the age of five, it wasn't uncommon at that time. Like a lot of babies and little kids died of common colds, flus, they would get sick during the summertime and die. Um, So the mom's response was a little bit surprising because I was like, it's not uncommon for babies to die around this time period. And it also wasn't uncommon for parents to just have another baby. 
I think maybe the only differences is that like, I know this is going to sound kind of terrible, but there was no closure. They didn't see the baby. Like it didn't just, you know, they wake up and the baby had passed on or, you know, the baby got sick and like passed away. Like there was nothing. So like I, in a way I can understand that would drive me mad not knowing what happened to the baby, you know, my own child. I also think part of it is the fact that, um, you know, it was already probably pretty scary for them to move from England to America, but then to be kicked out of their village and have to go live on their own. At first, Catherine and William thought they were doing what God wanted them to. And I'm sure it really shook their faith, especially Catherine's when her when her baby went missing. That probably made her think, oh, this is a bad omen. And the corn is falling and everything's going wrong. Yeah. And here, this really is like the biggest crack. You know, this is like the crack in the foundation. And it just all falls apart from here. So everyone's continuing on. And William knows like the corn has failed and they're not going to have food for the winter. And like, that's the big thing right there. They have to have food. So he secretly takes, we don't know this at the time, but he takes a silver cup, which I guess was like, really expensive back then from um it's Catherine's silver cup or you know she kind of like knows about it and she knows it's like their last resort but William doesn't tell her he takes it and he sells it for hunting supplies so he takes um Caleb into the woods and together they go a hunting now this is a crazy thing so they come across a hare and he goes to shoot it with the gun and it backfires, which is very strange because it makes you wonder, is that hair secretly a witch or like, um, what is it called? A familiar of a witch? Because as he goes to shoot it, the gun backfires and hits, shoots him in the eye. Yes. And, um, huh? We also know their dog is going crazy around that time, too, regarding the hair. So oh, yeah, the dog does not care for the hair. Um, um, just huh? to answer your question, it was actually like the last heirloom or item from her dad, I believe, that Catherine had. Oh, that makes sense. Why she would like be so protective of it. Yeah, it was like her last tie to like her England. home country. But um, hunting kind of fails them or I think they maybe, they maybe they do kill it. I don't know. Either way, they come back home, um, and that night, um, Catherine asks, where is the silver cup? She's like, where's the silver cup? And um, she blames Thomason. She thinks Thomason takes it. And then she kind of remarks, Thomason's like, I haven't touched your silver cup, Mom. Like, I don't, like, why would I touch it? And then Catherine also brings up Samuel missing. She's like, so in a way, she kind of says, like, oh, the cup has gone missing just as Samuel has gone missing. And, you know, that's a low blow. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, the relation, I feel like at this time, William, I mean, Catherine's and Thomason's relationship is really existing. Like, it's not like Catherine's not being terrible to Thomason. She's just grieving and kind of taking it out on Thomason. So um, Thomason has to go wash, like, clothing and Caleb follows, and we know Caleb's been eyeing his sister in a not so sibling way. But um, and we get that scene while she's washing the clothing, he's eyeing her, and um, they get uh, 
their their sibling Mercy shows up and she starts talking about a witch and she says the witch at the woods and you know Thomason's not here for it so Thomason starts saying I'm the witch I go like my soul my body and goes to the devil and I dance with him nakedly and she terrifies uh Mercy it scares Caleb but I think Thomason is just not having it which to me this was the most unrealistic part of the film you're from a Puritan village where that would get somebody killed or thrown in jail or punished. Like, you're not going to be joking about that type of stuff, especially at her age. Maybe if she was a little bit younger, she could get away with it. But the fact that she's already hit, you know, puberty and is seen almost as a woman already, she wanted to got away with it. Oh, yeah, no. Honestly, when she said all that, I'm like, this is this is kind of going like a little bit uh, far-fetched. Yeah, and then another thing I think is interesting is how um, how contentious Thomason's relationship is with the twins. It's like she's close to Caleb. We see her like holding him and comforting him. But with the twins who are about five or six looking, she doesn't even seem to care really about them. They seem more of an annoyance to her than like siblings. Yeah, I felt like it almost like she, like, for, I wonder, like, honestly, I wonder if maybe Catherine and Thomason weren't even related. Like, maybe um, the twins and Samuel came from Catherine, and maybe Caleb and Thomason came from a different woman. But no, they're all, like, they're all siblings. So why is, like you said, why is there so much animosity between Thomason and Mercy? And that's the thing. It never really explains it in the movie. But we know that the twins seem a little unruly and they don't ever seem to listen when they're told to do stuff. Um, as for Jonas, the the boy twin, he, he's just kind of there. He doesn't really do anything. Yeah, he's like a part of Mercy in a way, which is really bad to say about twins. But, you know, he's kind of just... It's mostly Mercy's doing all the stuff. Like, he sings the song too. And the twins, I will say... Honestly, if I was accusing anyone of being a witch in my family, it was going to be those twins. Like, they're the ones who are always saying Black Phillip talks, and they sing songs about him. And I'd be like, uh, I don't like this. <laughs> I think it's just because they're seen as the youngest at that point that they're kind of given, like, more of a pass and believed to be more innocent than what they really are. Yeah, so... um. You know, kind of after, like, everything that's gone down, you know, uh, Catherine's scaring um, Mercy. Now Mercy thinks Catherine's a witch. And um, Catherine, I'm sorry. Now Mercy, Thomason's scaring Mercy. Now Mercy thinks Thomason's a witch. And Catherine and Thomason's relationship kind of falling apart. They're all going to bed one night. And, you know, they all kind of sleep in the same room in a way. And um, Thomason and Caleb overhear their mom and dad talking about sending Thomason to um to another family in town. Like um Catherine brings up that Thomason has a uh, how did she say it was like old timey like she started her period. So the woman now. Yeah. So and she it, the, huh? It was like it's time to send her away so she can start working, help us out a little bit and also start her own family. And in a way, can I just say this? Maybe I'm wrong, but Thomason gets mad about it, like, or she gets sad about it. And I'm like, girl, you're about to go back to the town. 
wouldn't you want that? See, and that was my thing, too. I was like, Thomason should take that opportunity. It doesn't seem like being out there on their property is doing her any favors. You know, before her mom hated her, her mom just pretty much used her as a maid. And now her mom hates her and still uses her as a maid. Oh, and that's um between the fight between Thomason and Mercy, that even Mercy even states it, mom hates Thomason. And I believe it's because before Samuel went missing, we could see that her mom liked her and trusted her with baby Samuel. But once Samuel went missing, I feel like her mom blamed her for that and felt like she had something to do with it. Oh, yeah. So now anytime something goes missing, like the silver cup, Thomason's going to get blamed. But I mean, we also have to understand anybody would suspect the last person who had the baby. And if a baby went missing, you'd be like, well, the baby couldn't have crawled away. It couldn't have just walked off on its own. What did you do with the baby? Yeah, but Thomason's stuck between a rock and a hard place because the baby did vanish, but it's like, how do I tell my family the baby's gone? <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, that night, Caleb goes to get the horse, and I guess he's going to go get um whatever him and his dad have hidden in the woods. Or no, they were going to check a trap that him and his dad set to grab, you know, like, bring some meat home and show their mom that um they don't have to give uh Thomason away that she can stay that they can you know that they don't need extra money and but, you know, uh, the huh? trap had actually worked and they and he had caught a few animals and it wasn't just they could they were going to use the meat for food and they would be able to sell the fur okay so um Thomason catches Caleb and she convinces Caleb to take her so when they're out there and I don't know if they actually reach where they were supposed to go, but during the time where they're either coming back to the house or going, um, they're in the woods, and guess what appears? That freaky rabbit, and the dog goes crazy and starts chasing after it, and the horse gets spooked, and Caleb chases after the dog, and Thomason falls off of the horse and passes out. And during this time... Um, William and Catherine are searching for them and Caleb gets lost in the wood. And that's when he discovers um, the dog has now been killed and like ripped open and out of like um, kind of like a hole in the ground, like a burrow, a beautiful woman appears and he approaches her and she takes him and she kisses him, which is kind of uncomfortable because she's older than him. But she kisses him. And as she's kissing him, you see her hands get really old and gnarly. Mm -hmm. And we know this is a witch. And this is uh, Caleb kind of disappears on us. So um, William finds Thomason and brings her home. And Catherine is like, getting on to Thomason, she's like, why did you take your brother into the woods? And, you know, getting on to him. And I think, I can't remember what happens next. I think um, Will, Catherine sends Thomason outside, or Thomason goes outside against her mother's wishes, and she's walking out there to go take care of the goats, maybe. And that's when she discovers Caleb, and he collapses onto her. She grabs him, and he's, like, naked and sick. And they bring him inside and that's when things get even worse because he's like delusional, he's like sick and he's um, reacting badly to whatever's going on. He starts crying out. He's talking about wolves. Do you know what other animals he mentioned? Ravens? That's 
that's all I remember. I don't remember him mentioning anything else. And then he was praying and that's all I remember. Yeah. And then he spits an apple out of his mouth because he kept talking about, oh, so I'm going to go back a little bit. William and Caleb lied to Catherine. When Catherine asked them why they were out in the woods, Caleb tells his mother, oh, we were out in the woods because we were searching for apples and we couldn't find any. And right there, Williams allows his son to lie. So in a way, they're kind of accepting, William is accepting lies, a sin into his household. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he kind of does this throughout the whole movie. Like his pride is the fall of him. He allows his son to lie to his wife. He allows his daughter to take the fall for the missing um, silver cup. And after the children are punished for their father's sin, then does he admit what he was doing? Yes. But um, so while Caleb's sick, he spits out an apple, which is very supernatural. He coughs up an apple and all there is is a single missing bite. And then as um, the parents like uh, call their children to surround Caleb and start to pray. And the twins mention the dad and the mom are like twins, pray, pray. And Mercy and Jonas are like, I can't remember. I can't remember. And they just go silent. And the three start praying, William, Catherine, and Thomason. And then Caleb's body lifts up. He says like a prayer about, like he says like an old timey prayer about being in the arms of the Lord and then dies. Mm-hmm. And at this time, um, the twins had also started accusing Thomason of putting um, a magical spell on them where they wouldn't, they couldn't pray. Oh, yeah. This is when Mercy starts accusing Thomason of being a witch, which, you know, Thomason kind of brought this upon herself. She told Mercy she was a witch. So, of course, Mercy's now going to, like, her brother's dying or, you know, all this stuff's happening. So she starts accusing um, Thomason of being a witch. And Catherine immediately, like, takes that, like, she takes that and runs with it. She now believes Thomason is a witch. And then William even accuses her of being a witch. Mm-hmm. And he forces her to, like, he forces her to denounce it and, like, God and, like, accept God. And she does because she's not a witch. But um, I think she even, like, runs outside and Tom uh, Thomason runs outside and William follows her. And he's like, hey, it's going to get better. Your brother may be dead, but just think next year the land will be plowed and we'll have corn and whatnot. And, you know, <laughs> he also, then he tells her, um, I'm going to take you to the town tomorrow and you know we're gonna have you like i'm gonna tell them that you're a witch <laughs> yeah <laughs> what which did you i think will of- say this movie okay so that that part of the movie was a little bit creepy because it was giving like incestuous vibes at first like i thought the dad was gonna try to do something to his daughter and i was like i hope this movie doesn't go there and then instead he's like i'm just gonna take you to the town and accuse you of being a witch and we all, of course, know that if he accused her of being a witch, he'd probably end up dead. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. Your son's dead, and now you're going to be like, hey, kill this one, too. Yeah, and then she keeps saying she's not a witch, and that it's a twins. And then the twins are passed out on the bed, and they're just laying there. And William gets tired of all of it, so he ends up forcing all of the um, Thomason and the twins, once they wake up, all into the like goat the goat pen or the goat barn oh yeah because outside in the rain after like um william tells thomason like hey i'm gonna 
next tomorrow I'm going to take you into town and accuse you of being a witch. Thomason's done. She starts throwing everything out. She tells William that he's a liar, that he makes all the kids take the fall, that he, she, he made her take the fall for the missings for the silver cup, that, um, that his two twins are witches and they um, speak to black Philip, who she believes it's the devil and William can't handle it. His pride is too big. So he pushes her and calls her a bitch or whatever they call it. Like he said, bitch, I believe. And um, like uh, KK said, then he um, takes her inside and they end up, he ends up locking all three of them and the goat into all three of them into the goat pen. Yes. And so at this point, it's only the parents left inside the house. Catherine and William and the three children are in the goat pens. And Thomason is like, please don't leave me with the twins. If you leave me out here, they'll kill me. And the twins are like, she's a witch. We don't want to be left in here with her. And then we see the parents going to sleep. And the kids are also asleep. And then some weird stuff starts to happen that night. Yeah, like the kids look outside of um, the two twins, I believe. They look outside of like, I can't remember if they look up. No, they wake up and there's a witch inside the barn with them feeding off of one of the preg- uh, one of the nursing mother goats. And um, then she comes after them. And then we switch over to what's happening inside the house. And Catherine has a dream where she wakes up. And to her, it's I think it's a dream, but I think maybe... To her, she believes she's awake. And there's Caleb, and he's holding Samuel, and she's so happy they're alive. And he tells her, oh, do you want to hold uh, Samuel? And she's like, oh, let me breastfeed Samuel. He hasn't ate him forever. So she undoes her dress, and she goes to feed him. And then we come to reality, and she's sitting in a chair, and there's a raven picking out her boob, causing it to bleed. Mm-hmm. And can I just say something? Can I just say something? These witches are not feminists. The way they're going around attacking other women, having a raven pick at your boob. I mean, but arguably the people who die first are both boys. Yeah, but still. They seem to the, prefer boy victims. So, <laughs> so the next morning, um, William wakes up, Catherine's in bed, and she like, her boob is bleeding. We just see it through her nightshirt. And um, he goes outside and the goat pin is destroyed. Like, It looks like a destroyed. tornado went through it. Yeah, and all the goats are dead. And there's a cat, uh, Thomason laying on the ground with uh, blood on her hands. And before he can even react, he just gets slammed into by Black Philip, the goat, the black goat that the kids were always singing about and that Thomason said was the devil. And it impels him. And then here we go. This is another thing that doesn't make sense. How did the goat impel him? Yeah, it doesn't make sense with the way the horns are facing on the goat. No, the horns curl all the way to the back. So, like, the goat would have, Black Phillip would have to turn to a side and then, like, run at him and then, like, jerk its head to, like, even, like, try to catch him with its horns. But somehow, I guess with devil magic, the goat stabs him. And then... The goat gets him again a second time and, like, sends him through the building. Like, the cabin is now falling apart. He's dead. And um, Catherine, Thomason gets over there. And before she can even react, um, 
Catherine's on top of her, attacking her, accusing her of being a whore, accusing her of sleeping with not only her brother, but her father, and is like choking her and um, gets her on the ground and starts to like pin her. And Thomason gets like this um, metal hook, I believe, and smacks her mother across the head and causes her to bleed a little bit. And now the mother's like, oh, you're not going to kill me. I'm going to kill you. And before um, Catherine can kill Thomason, Catherine, um, I mean, Thomason whacks her again and causes, I believe, one of her arteries to get cut and starts spraying. Thomason ends up with her mother's blood all over her face and her mother dies. So at this point on the homestead, it's just Thomason left alive and Black Phillip. All the other goats are dead. Her parents are dead. The twins are missing. We really don't know what happened to them. Um, Caleb is dead. Samuel is dead. So it's just Thomason and Black Phillip alive. We see Thomason go inside and sit at her table, like, and it, then it slowly goes from like daytime into nighttime. And then I believe Thomason hears like a jingle or something. Something draws her attention and she walks to the barn where Black Phillip is and she says, Black Phillip, if you can speak, speak. And then he starts to talk and he says, Do you want uh how to Do you wanna live deliciously? Yes. And then she's like, uh, what can you offer? And he's like, What do you want? Do you want pretty dresses? Do you want butter? Ooh. Do you want butter? cake? Do you want to travel? <laughs> could you imagine back then the devil had like if that was real the devil had like such an easy time making a bargain with people do you want butter <laughs> your life sucks butter will make it better and nowadays like the devil's like you want a billion dollars <laughs> yeah that's the price nowadays back then it was just do you want butter do you want to live because everybody dies young yeah. so um and you know uh he's like sign the book and she's like i can't and he's like i can guide your hand um he's like you got to get undressed first because i don't know you got to get rid of that clothing which is you got to uh, freeze in the um <laughs> new england coastline in the fall wintery weather you got to freeze and see and this is another thing i don't like he takes the form of a man and um, she signs it and she's naked and then she follows him into the woods and then there, there are other witches and I guess it's like their Sabbath um, and she floats up into the night sky with them and I guess, and that's the end. Yep, that was the end. My question was, where did all these witches come from? They barely started colonizing this land. There can't be that many witches, but suddenly you have a whole group of them in the woods floating. Also, I just, I really, like, it makes me wonder, like, why would the devil be over in North America? Why wouldn't he just be in England or the rest of Europe? You know, um, but when, so around this time period and even afterwards, there was a lot of literature that came out um, that kind of equated the wilderness with evilness. Because you have to think where these people came from, like, the land had already been cultivated for a long time. So there wasn't just, like, wilderness, like, what America was like when people first came here. They weren't used to seeing anything like that. 
also i think it's just the colonizer mind as well because like anytime like even over in england and like ireland like there are some parts of like nature that they won't disturb because they fear like the wrath of the fairies or you know like the fae so it makes you wonder like this um like back then people had a respect or a fear of nature that we see nowadays a lot of people have grown out of I would say people are still afraid of nature when they go to places that aren't heavily populated or a, or a lot more naturey. Like when you go out into the woods and there's not a lot of people and it's getting dark, if you've never been there, it might scare you a little bit. That's true. I just think it's funny that there's always, like you said, like when people like, you know, other um cultures they view nature as more of like a powerful respectable like it's to be feared but it's also to be awed at and then like the pilgrims or like the um what did i say carly uh puritans puritans um you know they kind of colonize us they kind of view it as like something to fear and be like scared of and it's evil and wicked well i think you also have to think there's probably a mindset of it needs to be tamed it needs to be made godly like, it needs to be brought under the control of mankind. Yeah, and we see that. We see that definitely in this movie. And sadly, um, I don't think they won. Uh, they didn't win at all. <laughs> Nature kind of won. There wasn't really any winners in this. I mean, you could say Thomason won, maybe. But, but that was the weird thing. She didn't seem too distraught that her whole family was gone. She was just like, okay. Time to time to look to see what can improve my odds. And see, right there, that's what irritates me. Because when they were talking about rehoming her, oh, I'm upset. I, I don't want to go. But then when everyone's dead, it's not like, oh, I can return back to the town. No, it's, oh, I got to go join the devil and the witches that ate my little baby brother. Well, I think you have to understand, Cole, like the prospects for women at that time weren't great. If you went to work in another home, they pretty much treated you like you were an indentured servant or a slave or, you know, it's kind of like you went from belonging to your family and having to do all the work with your family to going to another family that didn't even love you or care about you and having to do all the work for them while also getting probably degraded more. Okay, true. And then if you did get married off and have a bunch of babies, it's like that's what you were just going to do for the rest of your life. Yeah, now she gets butter and cakes and gets to live deliciously. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say something else. I was like, it's like when you read about governesses, like it was an okay job, but those people were treated badly too a lot of the time. Ugh. Just wasn't a good time to be a woman. Why did everyone keep choosing to be a woman in that time? <laughs> <laughs> Why did Catherine keep having girls? Actually, she had an even, no, she had more boys than girls, but they, all her boys were like, poop. Samuel yeah. got kidnapped. Caleb got, that scene was really creepy because that witch was like very old and Caleb was still a kid. Caleb got killed by a witch. And then we don't really know what really happened to Jonas or Mercy, but it seemed like Mercy probably survived at least. She yeah. was the biggest of them all. I didn't really like that, um, we don't know what happened to the twins. Like it would have been like, I don't know, maybe 
maybe Jonas was killed and Mercy was taken in to be a witch. But can you imagine how awkward that'd be? You're floating in the sky naked with these other witches. And then you see Mercy over there and you're like, that bitch gotta live? I'm kidding. (laughs) Or maybe the twins were dead and we just, we missed that part. But I could have sworn they weren't there with the dead goats and stuff. No, I think they, I think they vanished. I think, I think maybe the witch took them and went, used another weird spell, used them for ingredients. Well, I didn't think they would be used for ingredients because I felt like they had already made a deal with Black Phillip. Mm, maybe, that's true. The thing is, isn't it kind of like, well, from what I've seen in most TV shows about witches, isn't it kind of like once women are, I mean, women, once young girls are considered women in society, that's when all of a sudden they make a deal with the devil? say so i mean i think we see that in exorcism movies too where it's like oh these girls are like at puberty so suddenly they're a lot more vulnerable to being possessed or making deals with the devil or becoming witches and practicing witchcraft and in a way isn't that again demonizing women young girls for just you know experiencing puberty i think so like oh she's dripping blood she must be like talking to the people (laughs) like i don't know i think it's just interesting how like witches are considered like and again why do the people think witches have to make deals with the devil why can't they have their own powers and i think you see um that kind of theme about a girl coming into her like coming into puberty or coming into herself or learning about her sexuality as like this ideal that she's suddenly evil or wicked or becoming a witch even on the movie poster or one of the images I saw from the movie, um, it's like where's just the silhouette of a girl or a young woman walking into the woods, but her curves are really accentuated. Oh. Yeah, so it's like just because Thomason is now becoming a woman and, you know, experiencing puberty and having different thoughts doesn't make her a witch. And we see Caleb, who's also going into puberty, he doesn't get accused of the same thing. Heck, we get these weird incestuous moments with Caleb, and there's no judgment on his behalf from anyone or anything. Mm-hmm. So it just goes to show you the double standards. And we know there were double standards back then, but we can even apply that today. Heck, we could look at, um, what's the movie we just saw? The Craft, two weeks ago. Um, we could apply The Craft and the Witch. Um, young girls coming into puberty, you know, society doesn't favor them. But I also think that when you when you think about it, maybe it's because um, part of it, at least in this movie, the way Caleb was treated different than Thomason is, one, he's the oldest boy, but two, like, he's able to help his dad more with farm work. Like, we see Thomason doing a lot of labor by cleaning clothes, taking care of her younger siblings, tending their small vegetable garden. But then we see Caleb and his dad, they're doing most of the trying to grow the food that's going to keep them through the winter and doing a lot of the hunting and stuff. So maybe that's why they just figured Thomason was another mouth to feed. And if they could, you know, send her off to another home, it would reduce the burden on the family. And you know what's even, um, like, as much as, like, like, what was I going to say? We can't even blame Thomason, and we can't even blame Mercy for, like, for what happened to the family. Or, well, like, I want to blame them. At the end of the day, it's all William. 
Like William was the one whose pride led them to get kicked out of the um, the town, and William's pride was the thing keeping them from going back to the town. Mm-hmm. And um, he was the one who lied, to, took his, stole his wife's cup, then lied to his wife, had his son lie to the wife, let Thomason take the blame, and then afterwards, like it was just all William. Mm-hmm. He was the one who refused to get rid of Black Philip. And you know, I think that would have almost been like a bet a more interesting movie if the witch hadn't stole the baby in the beginning, and we would have seen something else happen to the baby, like, like maybe the dad snuck off with the baby and like rehomed the baby. Yeah, I think, well, I'm going to say something kind of controversial, but I think it would have been more interesting if there wasn't even a witch. I know that sounds funny because it's called the witch, but just think how much better it would have been if it was just left for interpretation. Like, like, like maybe the ideal, like the witch in the movie was more of an ideal or the way they started to perceive each other when their like paranoia got the best of them. Yeah, and we could even play it into that part where, like, oh, the corn, we're still going to eat this corn because we need it, but there's stuff growing on the corn. Because, you know, there is, like, that um, that fungus that can grow on corn that but can, people or is it in that. flower? Huh? People eat the fungus that grows on a corn. It's considered a delicacy. There's something that um, did affect people at that time. It was either a fungus or a mold. It was something, it was either on corn or flour at the time. It was in rye. Right. Oh, so I guess we could have had something like that. Yeah. Where like, are is there really a witch or are we all just hallucinating out of our mind or is it mass hysteria or is it we're not, we don't have any food and we're barely eating. So it's causing us to, you know, like the paranoia is taking over. I just think it would have been a lot more interesting if the baby, maybe, how do I say that? Maybe... Catherine or Thomason put the baby down and then turned away for like a couple of minutes doing laundry and then turned back and now the baby's gone. So now we really don't know if maybe a witch took the baby or an animal took the baby, like a coyote or a wolf. Or if they had all been asleep and then woke up the next morning and the baby was gone. Or if the baby passed away from a normal disease and then Catherine couldn't accept that and kept insisting that it was because of Thomason. Yeah, or some unknown witch. Or like you said, William takes the baby. He knows, he like, he's afraid, like, I don't know, like the baby could be sick or something. So he takes it back to the town and rehomes it. Who knows? There's just so many ways it could have been done where like, we don't see the witch. We don't see the death or there is death. Like you said, the baby dies and gets sick or even Caleb's sickness could have been kept. And, you know, we wouldn't have had the apple scene, but we could have still had the weird like hallucination and him screaming and saying his prayers and then dying. And that would still been traumatizing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it still would have left like, I just think sometimes less is more in some movies. And I think I would have really appreciated that because once the witch was really introduced, it did kind of like take away the reality of this movie. And I think part of the thing that also I didn't like about the witch is okay, it would have been one thing if there was one witch, but then they kept introducing other witches, like additional witches. Yeah. And then it's like, why is the witch, like, I don't know, why is the witch focusing so hardcore on like this family? Mm hmm. And I don't know. It's just, I don't know. 
I, I don't get me wrong. The Witch was a decent movie. I wouldn't say scary because I didn't really get scared. Most of the time I was disturbed, but not scared. So I think if I had to rate this movie, I would give it a three out of five. I think that's a good rating too. I think I'd probably give it a three out of the five out of five too. It wasn't really scary to me. It's mostly just makes you think. Um, I think the trailers, especially with the with Black Phillip, like the goat doing some of his stuff, makes it look creepier than what it is. But at the end of the day, it's not that creepy. And in a way, I feel like they could have pushed it with the creepiness. I feel like there are so many times we had these really long, drawn-out moments that weren't necessary. Like, I get it. We want to focus on the woods. But there'd be times where it's just the music going, like, making scary. And we're just, like, zooming in on a tree or something. Yes. Or, like, oh, my gosh, can we talk about sometimes they would pray and I would just be like, when is this prayer going to end? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. That I think it could have been creepier, like, um, if everything had been a little more subtle. Like, they think they see a face in the water. That would have been creepy. Or, like, I don't know, Black well, Girl doing more creepy stuff, but not, I don't know. When William and Thomas are, or Caleb are in the woods, they think they see, like, all these people staring at them from behind the tree. And the next thing you know, it's just, like, trees. Or it's just a rabbit. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like, but we would get that scene where it's like the rabbit staring and they're staring at the rabbit. And I'm like, I get it. The rabbit is supposed to be like supernatural in a way, but rabbits don't scare me. If anything, I want the rabbit to die. Mm-hmm. I think um, the, the dog's death was supposed to shock us more or make us more sad or do something to us emotionally. But it was just so quick and rushed. It didn't really feel like it had much of an effect. And honestly, after a baby, kind of like, we didn't see the baby death on screen. We saw the aftermath. That had more effect on me than a dog. And, you know, if you want to do something, you got to, like, kind of, like, you put the dog's death before the baby's death. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of like they be. started off, like, so heavy-handed that it was hard to, like, it's like the climax of the movie kind of hit at the beginning. So the rest of it, it was just kind of downhill from there. Yeah, and I... <sighs> I don't know. Just ugh, that first the baby scene really took me out. <laughs> Maybe it would have been better if like we knew from the beginning that Thomason was getting blamed for a missing baby and we didn't really see what happened to the baby until like more of the middle of the movie or closer towards the end. Yeah. And then there's another thing I would like to talk. William Catherine should have been had a worse relationship with Thomason already. It should have already been like established in the beginning that Thomason wasn't real liked because even when like Catherine thinks Thomason has killed her baby or done something to her baby she's still being a kind mother like there's even a time when she like calls Thomason to come to her and she does and she like I think she hugs her or kisses her on the head or cheek and then like uh, I'm sorry it's when Caleb gets back and they need like milk from one of the goats for him and they're talking about William going out and getting the milk. And instead, Thomason says she'll go out and get it. Yeah. And Catherine's still being nice. But I think that was mostly showing that Catherine was just being nice to Thomason because Thomason was willing to help care for her favorite child, which was Caleb. Um, yeah. Either way, I just feel like they should have umped it up a bit with William and Catherine kind of hating on Thomason. Yeah, I feel like we kind of got that Catherine wasn't very fond of Thomason, but the 
like switch between William was the weirdest part because it seemed like um, he kind of favored Caleb and Thomason over the other two. Yeah, because they were useful. But and then <laughs> we get that weird scene where he's like hugging on her and saying, "Hey, just think about this place in the future." And then he's like, "Tomorrow, I'm going to take you to the town and accuse you of a witch, and we know what goes down." So it's like, what? Like I don't yeah. know. Like you said it was just too like too like there were things that were just so fast. It didn't make sense. And then scenes that were drawn out for so long, it kind of lost the momentum. Yeah, and then I think it was kind of hard for us to realize, like, they wanted us to realize how severe the family situation was, that they were going to run out of food and not have any of this stuff. But it was like the plot was so all over the place that we really couldn't even, you know, feel that sense of urgency or the sense of desperation that the family had. I agree, yes. Ugh. So, any other thoughts about this movie? No, I feel like we have covered it all. I think, like I said before, a three out of five. I think if you want to watch it, don't watch it for, like, what it is. Watch it to interpret it. That's what I would say. Yeah, don't watch this movie expecting it to scare you. Watch it expecting it to try to make you think or you, or watch it to try to interpret, like, Try to look for the signs and figure out what the movie's trying to tell you. Like, this is going to sound kind of bad. I would suggest if you ever have to write like an essay for college or school and you have to do like a discussion of a movie and like deeper meanings, watch The Witch. And then you can just have so much fun with it. (laughs) Yes. But you're not going to enjoy it all that much. I don't think it was a bad film I think it was kind of a little bit all over the place but overall it was interesting enough I like you said before three out of five I think they just linger on scenes that don't need to be lingered on and then rush through scenes that should be kind of like drawn out mm-hmm. but um yeah three out of five well that's all thank you guys for listening yes thank you for listening to the witch and hopefully you'll join us next week Yes, that concludes our season of the witch movies. Ooh, go listen to that song. It's real good. <laughs> Bye. Bye.